Hello and welcome back to the P.A.L. Tani G. We're in Chapter 5, Paragraph 11. Parak Hey Mishnah Yud Aleph here on the P.A.L. Tani G. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. We just wanted to give you a heads up. Season 1 is coming to a close almost. We're ready in the middle of Chapter 5. Then Chapter 6 is only 11 or so Mishnahs. We're going to take a little break. And then we come back in Season 2, we urge you to get Pirkei Avos Treasury. The Pirkei Avos Treasury, it's called Green Books. I have the little ones that's broken into three. It's the one my dad used, and it's the one, God willing, Blineder, I intend to use for Season 2. So please order it and join us as we use that exact Mishnah for Season 2. Just a heads up. But let's continue in Season 1, Chapter 5, Paragraph 11. Dever Bala Olam, pestilence comes to the world. Almisos Ha'amuros Batorah. For death penalties prescribed by the Torah, Shalom Nimsarul Abestin, that were not delegated to the courts, Valpero Shaviyas, and for improper use of the produce of the sabbatical year, Cherev, the sword of war, Ba'al Olam comes to the world, Al Inoi Hadin, for the delay of justice, Val Evus Hadin, for the perversion of justice, Val Hamorim Batorah Shaloka Halacha, and for those who issue rulings from the Torah contrary to Halacha. Chaya ra'aba Olam, wild beasts come upon the world, al shavuasha for unnecessary oaths, v'achilol Hashem, for the desecration of God's name, galus Olam, exile comes to the world, al ovde avoda zara, because of those who worship idolatry, v'algilu arayis, for licentiousness and immorality. For the shedding of blood, and for not observing the Shabbos of the land. This Mishnah, again we said in the notes yesterday, seven forms of divine retribution measure for measure for seven sins. Every calamity is a punishment for sin. So we got to make sure we keep the order in the world. We have to make sure that there is righteousness, there's justice, there's law, there's morality, and that goes above and beyond. We should try, one of the points to make, we should try to be lifnei mishura sadin. Just like there's hilcho Shabbos, there's laws of the Sabbath, so too there's what's called the spirit of the Sabbath. Even though it might not be us or it might not be prohibited for say to dress that way or to play that game, but it's not in the spirit of the day. It's not what Shabbos is about. You know, maybe technically it's allowed to throw a frisbee around. Maybe tech, and I'm guilty of this for sure. Maybe it's technically okay to throw a ball to your friend. I'm not talking about playing with your kids. I'm not talking about your kids playing. I'm talking about adults with adults. When we're in the spirit of the day, it's not in the spirit of the day. It's not in the spirit of the law. We should try to be lifname assured, said Din. We should try to go above and beyond what the law asks. Not just do the law, but do what the spirit of the law is. So even though you might be okay and say, I had a guest two months ago. Why should I have a guest again? It's not the spirit of the law. We're supposed to follow what Hashem does, what God does. You think God says, oh, I, I helped out that guy yesterday. I'm not going to help him today. I gave somebody a car last week. Why should I give them a car today? No, we need to be God-like as much as we can. God will push himself, so we're, if that's even possible, to do as much as he can for every human on earth. Every human on earth. For me, the world was created, we should think, and we should realize that so God does whatever He can for every single person, even if it doesn't seem good, it is good, because everything is for the best, 
We just might not know it. We just might not see it. But if God pushes himself and he's in charge of billions and billions of people, billions and billions of plants, billions and billions of everything on this world and the entire galaxy for all time, so we, a tiny peon in the speck of dirt of the entire universe, in the entire timeline of history and future coming years, we should try to push ourselves a little bit. Yes, you had a guest last week, but you can't have a guest again. Yes, you helped out the person yesterday, you can't help out again. Yes, you gave tzedakah last week, you can't give tzedakah this week. You have to do whatever you can to push yourself a little bit lift name assurance din. You have you can't just do inoya you can't just do din. You have to go lift name assurance din. That means if a person has a judge, for example, and he gives a law and one person is slighted, if he goes over and he talks to the person that was slighted because the rule was in the other person's favor and he sees what he could do for that other person, that's name Mishura Sadin. That's going above and beyond just justice. We can't just do justice, we have to go above and beyond. You should try to do that in your jobs, especially if you're an employer. Any little thing is nice. If you bring in juice for your employees every once in a while, you bring in snacks for your workers every once in a while, or as a worker you bring for your co-workers every once in a while, not only is it being nice, but you're making a Kiddush Hashem. You're helping out the people around you. You're showing the Jewish people are nice in general, and you're showing people in general are nice. I have leftovers all the time when my wife and I have people, or when we have Shabbos and we happen to make too much. Why should you throw it out? Bring it into work. Don't you think everybody would love to eat it? I know my mom brings in her leftovers to work and all the people that work there love it. And when I bring in my stuff also, all the people love it. If my wife brings in stuff to work, they love it also. There could be people who could benefit. One person's trash is another person's treasure. You want to throw out your food, you think it's trash? Another person might treasure it and love it. Don't get rid of it. Give it to someone else who could benefit from it, who can use it. So don't... Just do justice, don't delay justice, don't just do justice, but do it right away. Go above and beyond what justice dictates. And don't pervert justice. If you have power in your hand, you have the ability to help people, do not twist the law, do not turn it against other people, don't take advantage of the sick or the needy, the orphan or the widow or the stranger, all people who God tells us especially to take care of, because they could be taken advantage of very easily. We need to protect those people, not pervert justice, not pervert law. Do not take bribes. Make sure to keep justice right. You also have to make sure that the Torah rulings are not contrary to what Allah says. Especially if you're an authority, people come to you for advice, people come to you for questions. Make sure it's in line what you think, it's for sure what's written. You look at the Shulchan Aruch, you look at the Code of Jewish Law, you look and make sure that it's right. If you're a lawyer, you look at the law system, you look at the laws of the United States, wherever you're living, you make sure that it's right. Don't just say it, don't do it. It could be contrary to Allah, contrary to the law. And you have to make sure, don't make oaths unnecessary. In general, in society, not just this society, but in society in general, there is such nivel path, there is such, 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 such usage of terrible words, curse words, every other word. I cringe. I used to hate taking the bus when I lived in one of the boroughs before we moved out to the suburbs because every other word was curses. And it's just... Besides for being so gross and so raunchy and so inappropriate and so not right, 
it just just makes the person seem like very uneducated. It makes the person seem like not a respectable person. Who's going to respect you if you're using a curse word every other second? You're not a role model. You're not someone to look up to, especially if you're a teacher, you're in charge of others, or you're a worker, you're a boss. You can't talk like that. And you shouldn't make promises unnecessary often. You shouldn't swear also, because you're not supposed to do these things, you're supposed to talk and do them as you talk, and talk with a nice clean mouth. Don't do things and don't use your mouth. Your mouth is a one, one organ that differentiates us from other animals. Don't become an animal. Don't be an animal. Another point to mention, don't be an animal by cursing like an animal. Animals don't have the power of speech because they're animalistic, but by cursing and using such bad language and just, and just swearing all the time, just makes you into an animal. We are better than that. We are divine beings and speak like it and act like it. And don't desecrate God's name. We have the ability on this world to make a Kiddush Hashem, to sanctify God's name by doing good deeds and doing good things. Don't desecrate God's name. Do what you can to sanctify His name. And idolatry... Worshipping idolatry is bad, and licentiousness is bad, and shedding blood is bad. All elements of a lawless society, of a moralless society. Society in general has these big problems with the way people dress and the way secular culture idolatizes different actors and whatnot. We could talk about that for ages, but these are all things that have to be done to be fixed. You know, it's not just about worshipping an actual idol, it's about worshipping people, worshipping things, that shouldn't be done. You should work in this world for yourself and for your family to do good, you should dress good and have the proper morals, and make sure not to hurt anybody physically or any other way, and then we won't have any of these things, God forbid. Join us next time as we move over to paragraph 12, here on the PAL with Tani G. I'm your host, Tani G.